These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Three police officers were assaulted, one seriously, after a vehicle stop at Talara on Sunday night. Patrolling officers spotted a hatchback being driven in a dangerous manner and stopped the car. It's alleged the male driver began acting erratically, pushing a sergeant in the chest before a second man got between them, with the driver then punching the officer in the face, causing a fractured eye socket. Both men then ran off. The 20-year-old driver was arrested after a scuffle with two officers who were also punched. A 24-year-old man was also arrested. A fire which damaged a house at Musselbrook on Sunday night was being treated as, as suspicious. Firefighters from Musselbrook, Aberdeen and Denman were called to the single-storey home on Dangar Place to find smoke issuing from a front bedroom. No one was home at the time. Newcastle Fire Command says an accelerant had been used and a bar heater was alight when they arrived. The coppers plant at Mayfield was hit with a $30,000 fine for alleged pollution incidents last year. The plant processes coal tars for industrial uses, an activity which the Environmental Protection Authority Authority says can produce noxious odours and harmful chemicals. In July 2019, a tank which was being heated became pressurised and released noxious odorous gases, prompting a complaint to the EPA from a neighbour. A second incident occurred in August where a spill occurred while products were being transferred from one tank to another. Coppers was fined $15,000 for each incident. A man was found hiding in an air conditioning vent off a bulk carrier in Newcastle and faced court on Wednesday, accused of attempting to flee the country on a yacht. The bulk carrier came to the assistance of the yacht after it got into trouble off the coast of Yamber on Saturday. A 31-year-old man was taken on board the carrier and the yacht towed to Newcastle. However, the man was reported missing when the ship arrived in the port on Saturday night. Police and Border Force officers mounted an extensive search and the man was eventually found on Monday morning. He was wanted for breach of bail on an alleged sexual assault. Newcastle's independent councillors slammed their Labor colleagues for voting in favour of another rate increase. They gave the nod to a 2.6% increase, which will boost council's revenue by 5%. Councillor John Church said council should be looking to find cost savings rather than hiking rates at a time when many residents are facing financial pressures due to the impact of COVID-19. The owner of a Mayfield West burger shop was arrested at Birmingham Gardens over his alleged involvement in an international people smuggling network. 30-year-old Chinese national Mu Feng and another Queensland man were arrested at their homes by Australian Federal Police on Tuesday. The criminal syndicate allegedly forced illegal immigrants to undertake unpaid work and forced them into debt bondage. Feng faced Newcastle local court on Tuesday due to reappear before the courts in September. Hunter Coaltowns received a major boost this week with the Deputy Premier visiting Singleton to announce they will share in $50 million in mining royalties. The Regions for Resource program will return $1 million in mining royalties to each eligible council and distribute a further $26 million to those most affected by the mining industry. Singleton will receive the most funding, guaranteed $4.51 million this year. Singleton Mayor Sue Moore said the funding will be spent on council and community projects. The spate of violence against police continued with four men arrested over separate incidents in Newcastle. Two men aged 28 and 36 confronted patrolling officers in Fowler Street at Hamilton South on Tuesday afternoon, one of them allegedly armed with a knife. They faced court on Wednesday. Meanwhile, police say two other men had been arrested after confronting police in separate incidents at Shortland and Warrabrook on the same night. A 20-year-old man accused of murdering his girlfriend at Medford over the weekend faced Maitland Local Court on Thursday. Police discovered the body of Emerald Wardle in the bedroom of a house on Galway Crescent in the early hours of Saturday morning. Jordan Miller was arrested at the scene and faced court again, charged with murder. He did not apply for bail and it was formally refused, with the matter returning to court on August 19. 
Federal Newcastle MP Sharon Clayton said a decision to cut jobs at CSIRO's energy centre at Mayfield West was short-sighted beyond belief. The research flagship was to shed almost 40 jobs, including nine in Newcastle, as the Morrison government looks to reorganise the CSIRO to maximise opportunities in what it describes as growth areas like renewables and digital energy technologies. However, Sharon Clayton said it was wise not to make the move at a time when Australia is grappling with the challenges of meeting future energy needs. Jetstar was under pressure to explain its decision to cut more than 200 jobs at Newcastle Airport and relocate many positions and apprenticeships to Melbourne. The decision affects engineers, cabin crew, pilots and apprentices who've been working out of the Williamtown base since Jetstar began flights from Newcastle in 2004. Jetstar and Qantas say the impact of COVID-19 on the airline industry has prompted the decision. However, Patterson MP Meryl Swanson said Jetstar still had a lot of explaining to do. And in sport, Newcastle was set to be a big winner from the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup after the joint bid by Australia and New Zealand was successful. Newcastle will be one of the 12 cities in the two countries which will host visiting teams and games at McDonald Jones Stadium. It follows on from the excess of the Olympic qualifier against Vietnam in March and the 2015 Asian Cup Games.